Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the angel numbers of this <laughs> podcast. Okay. Yeah, that was sick. Wow. It was wild. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Yesterday, the three of us um, drove to an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the three of us were in a car on our way to an event, and we saw straight up all of the angel number license plates. Um, so I think six or seven at least. Not every number, but yeah. many, many numbers. We didn't see one and nine. Yeah. One we and nine are the only in ones between. that we missed. Yeah. And we saw because... doubles of seven mm-hmm. and something else. <laughs> I think we saw too. I want to say we saw like triples of seven by the end by the end of that trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just and we weren't looking. Just no, we so everybody knows. We weren't like scanning every license plate and these were no. majority license plates a few addresses i think we also this saw, is where, this, where else are you gonna see yeah. numbers like this is where it's at we saw we i think by the end of the night we had it consolidated into license plates we saw some road signs but then it was like no we saw a 444 on the light, on a like, license crossed plate, it yeah. off wait i want to do something crazy and i'll okay. i can do this in the background well so don't, stevie do no. <laughs> <laughs> what remind me all the numbers i want to add it up and see what number oh my God, we get, and, okay. and then go from there. Hang on, okay, so. hang on. I took well, I took pictures of some. Well, before of them. you picked me up, you had a seven seven seven. We had a seven 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 right in front of us. Then we picked Stevie up, and we had a three 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 and an eight 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 right next to at the other. same stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was wild. Okay, okay. okay. Seven seven seven. We had a four 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 on a uh-huh. building. It Should I include four that fours. extra four? I don't know. I guess because it's a I'll four. Keep it. I'll write it down. Hey, just you said case. you were going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go for it. Then okay. we got a six. We got a six, six, six. I remember exactly oh, what we were six, talking six, about six when we got wild, that. Yes. Yeah. We got the six, six, six. I this know we got a 20 minute drive, by the way. This yeah, wasn't it was, like. Yeah, it was not a road trip. <laughs> then after that six, 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 I remember we got a second seven, seven, seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that too. Because that was made when we made the wrong left turn. Which mm-hmm. I mean, which was turned it? out to be the right. Turned level. out to be right. We also yeah. saw that, that amazing farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so and then, then we then we went to then the we saw, event. Then we had the event, and then when we were leaving. We saw the two 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 because two, that was two. the number yeah. that you said you never see. I never. Yeah. yeah. And no I know five, we five, saw... five then. No. Oh, okay, I so we we're missing. Okay, that's okay. Missing five. But this was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? And then you saw one more after we saw. After we, we dropped this. you off. Actually, I said, is that a 222? It was 272. And I l- looked over to the left and the other car was a 222. Yeah. And I was Whoa. like, Ooh. so that not we, that we last. We like, that's the we, last 222. We saw the two. Yes. Okay. We saw a, a second 222. We saw a 000, which doesn't add anything yeah. to the score. But yeah. we did see it. We were like, we'll okay, okay, notable, notable. And then, you know. I saw some more three i saw another three 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 another four 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 but i also feel like let's not count it because mm-hmm. this is like the it was a part of the yeah. journey yes. yes yes so that's so we have seven 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 three 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 eight 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 four 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 six 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 seven 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 two 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 zero 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 is the last clocked mm-hmm. in yeah. one mm-hmm. okay. and i think also i want y'all to know the engine didn't go off like I, it was the drive like yeah it was we didn't tr- i guess the engine went off at the event that would be the only time but like mm-hmm. we were all we were all like together on a journey i guess yes. is what i'm getting yeah. the round mm-hmm. trip destination angel mm-hmm. number exploration 
I think it counts. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna be girl calculating. <laughs> Do your girl math. <laughs> I'm gonna be calculating and seeing what happens from this. Now I'm like, do I take that extra four off? I don't think I need to. Okay, here's here's a question. Not I don't mean on this trip. I mean in general, and I feel like we've talked about this before. Have we done an angel number episode? Yeah, yes, I think we, we have. Did right, long ago. What? Maybe not that long. Ago. Maybe like in 2021. Yeah. Because I was like, this is ringing a bell that we did an angel number episode. Um, we could even do a fucking episode on each, like, number. On each number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a numerology type, yeah. Or yeah, just, absolutely. yeah. Or we, we we talked about each number and, like, angel numbers in general. But, yeah, I mean, numbers themselves. Okay, do you guys want the total number of yes. the angel? So the total number is 8,107. Okay. That's with everything. Okay. Nine so plus let's, seven. Mm-hmm, nine plus seven is 16. 16 is seven. 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 Which we saw the most. Yeah, we did. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. True girl. True girl math. True. The girl math soul. adds up. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot. And it I was. Met, it was like, wild. Sometimes you'll see two and that's like, oh, look, they're really speaking to me. But that was just like. But it would well, come bang, up when we bang, would talk bang. about certain things too. Like it was like a confirmation of like what just was said, or maybe not confirmation, well, but like it was a nod to the subject matter. Totally. Well, and it was like, I never see this one. And then we saw it. And then it was yeah, like, yeah. is that that? No, it wasn't that. And then it was like, but that it is was there, right there. there. Yeah. It was like <laughs> so wild. All right, guys. 8107. See if those mm-hmm. that random okay. order comes up. Wouldn't that be crazy? Um and there you I go. like one. I like one oh seven. That's a number that I that mm-hmm. I like. This is what a car ride's like with the three. Of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was gonna say not. I feel like not in this instance because this also was like it doesn't need to. I feel like angel numbers don't need to mean more than anything. Then it was like, oh, we just had a fun car ride and we were looking at these things and now we did this fun math exercise and go like, oh my god, it adds up to seven. Like <laughs> this that is, life, is baby. this is magic enough for me. I don't need it to mean anything further, mm-hmm. but. When you do see angel numbers, what do you typically say that they mean? Do you go by mm. the numbers or are you just a general, oh, an angel number? That's nice. I go by the numbers because I, 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 I think we were talking about think. 444 a lot. I, think, mm-hmm. I do see a lot of 444 and I think of home. I think of, I go with like the astrology houses of it. And I feel like whenever there's a 444, it's like, oh, I was affirmed in my like sanctuary keeping like I'd said no you know like I think of like doing the things that are like about you and like one 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 is always like you're right mm-hmm. like that's how mm-hmm. I always be I was like no bitch you're right mm-hmm. they're wrong um those ones I see quite often and seven 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 but mm-hmm. I'm also like that's my yeah you know, that's my that's I have it tatted on my bod and I think of it as like just spirit and luck those are ones I think about the most okay but I do take mm-hmm. their number as like the message Mm-hmm. I do too. I I see a lot of three three three, um, and then which makes you think of you guys when I see three mm-hmm. three three because Enneagram yeah. threes. Those are, and I think that was that was the first one we saw with me in the mm-hmm. car. Yeah, all of us together. Yeah. So and there I you go. also mm-hmm. I also see my birthday on the clock a lot. Okay. So a lot of the times I look and it's my birthday and I'm like that to me is like what you're saying about one. Mm-hmm. where i'm like oh this is i'm this is about me and i'm like i need to take a moment for me or i'm right or i'm okay or like those all yeah. those kind of things yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about, well do you i do see them a lot i think sometimes i can get a little obsessive or a little bit like um 
gamifying it where I'm like, I want to see the thing or I'll look mm, right at the thing. I find, it. but I also find that I will like wake up often either at a time or right before a time when I go like, oh, you needed to be up to like, not you needed to be up, but like, oh, you woke up to see this number or whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I try to, I try to take all of them as just like a, a moment to go oh that's like a nod saying you're in you're in the right spot or you're looking you're looking for the right things if you're looking for something to kind of give you magic and wonder and awe like you're gonna find it the pat on the back yeah yes like hey hey we're with you angels are with you I don't know if it's as literal as angels because I don't know who I'm Mm -hmm. like thinking of necessarily but just that like oh yeah that's a nice a nice thing I got 666 on a receipt the other day and I was just like oh that's fun you know what I mean like that I think it's that where I go like oh okay a moment a moment to just go like oh whoa (laughs) so I was like well it's something we asked in the car because obviously we're sounding like real (laughs) woo-woo girlies right now but we I think I brought up like well what percentage of license plates do have Mm -hmm. angel numbers because that will I think also blow my mind or verify some things not to say that those messages don't mean anything but like do half because then like who cares yeah if this reddit thread is real (laughs) or accurate someone did the math of like the probability that a license plate would have now again we don't know all custom plates Yeah, yeah, yeah let's just go automated right or the impossible combination of automated plates they're saying the odds would be like 0.03 percent that it would have okay. an angel number. Now, this is Reddit. Cr- so I yeah. don't know 100% certain. So if you're like, uh, if you know less, this, if you're a statistician, less than a percentage, we can go with less than a percentage, I feel like is, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're someone that works at the DMV or is, yeah, knows probability stats, I'm just, I actually am very curious, like, what's mm-hmm. up because license plates are the number one place, but yeah, it doesn't. It can't be that high, right? Mm-hmm. But or is it like odds where you or, know when you flip a coin, you actually get heads more in a row than you think yeah, because yeah, yeah. no one bets on that. But that's, that's actually how odds work. That's why we're called the city of angels, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get an angel like expert. I want someone who like speaks to angels. I think that would be really. I mean, R.I.P. She's not actually an oh, angel Doreen. right now, but Doreen Virtue, yeah. we miss you, girl. We need you. We need you back in on our side. Maybe this is her. This will be her sign. The angels are calling you home. Yeah. What is she just very Christian now? Or yeah. she, like she's got a different bed. Yeah. yeah. So and maybe I'll we don't it. need her. Maybe we need the new Doreen. Who's Virtue the new? Who, yeah. Ooh. You know, there it, is. Yeah. Um, there is a place here. I think I wonder if it closed during COVID. And now I don't remember. It was like a metaphysical store that was all angel themed. Mm. And it was called something angel. Now I can't remember. And I definitely think they had someone who would like read angels god i love mm-hmm. angels Ugh, i can't find it but if i do it might have closed during covid it was like definitely on the west side too i'll i'll mm-hmm. keep an eye a out. real a real journey mm-hmm. i'll relink the uh, angel numbers episode um in our show notes and if i can do that and definitely in our stories and I assume most of you follow us on Instagram. I don't think we ever plug our Instagram because it's mm-hmm. like warm up, but at at what's your sign podcast. Yeah. And across pretty much all the platforms. Follow Watch us. us on YouTube. This is a video episode and that will come in handy 
and just a little bit for sure. I mean, I guess Hell yeah. you could see us geeking out of her angel. Well, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to share these license plate pictures with you too. So we can share this in our, uh, uh, on them. So socials. socials. Yeah. So you guys can also see again, I didn't have, I didn't have all of them because you also are moving fast and you know, Mm -hmm. oh the pictures of the plates oh yeah you took them yeah yeah i did to document where i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do with these just just to have (laughs) but i'm glad i had them for this girl math yeah we can we can collage it well now it's our our new angel number 8107 or just seven 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 Seven. yeah that was that was sick that was a wild journey it was well you were on the way uh, you were using ways right are you a ways yeah Ways always just takes you where you need, where you don't even think you need to go. Yeah. And then also we made that one wrong turn and that was like very interesting. Yeah. The, it was cool. the right turn. Yeah. Again. The, the right left turn. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. I, I first, the... before you said angel numbers, I thought you were going to say, I, I'm the Lisa Chanu of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh I haven't done that one yet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll save it for the episode the after future... Julia's baby's born. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so rude. <laughs> well, if that's the name, that's the name of my baby. <laughs> I actually have some things I want to talk about this week. <laughs> Lisa Chanu, Logan Lisa Hernandez. Chanu, Logan, Logan Hernandez. <laughs> well, of course, not. I mean, we're not burying the lead. We're revealing the lead now. Of course, we're talking about Lisa's chart today. Woo. The time, the time has come. Patiently, patiently waited. Yeah, it's time to rain, rain on you. Yeah, <laughs> we thank you to the listener who requested we talk about our chart and you know we had so much to go over we each have a full episode on it which i'm so glad because it's really illuminated different placements especially how people are experiencing them i think we were talking about this last night at at the event with some other astrology Mm -hmm. people of like you know what our podcast is and what astrology is and isn't and i think just being able to have conversations with your friends about how they're experiencing their chart not looking and going like so you have Aquarius Mars. So that is you, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can do some form of that, but also like, how's that been? Like, where is that shown up in your life? If any, any times that that's been illuminated. So I think um, this has been a, just a fun thing selfishly for us, but I think it's a good reminder maybe to do this with your friends, like, like sit mm-hmm. and like really look at one friend's chart for like an hour. And it's like, well, you I don't know. know, you can learn a lot. We don't necessarily like ask each other these kinds of questions, but I think that they are like helpful or or illuminating, like you said. And it's sometimes mm-hmm. it's like you want to share. I know for me, sometimes I'm like, I want to sh- share more of myself, but there isn't necessarily like a specific thing you want to talk about or you don't want to be like, let me talk about this specific yeah. trauma or whatever. But you do want people to have insight into how you process or how you're feeling or what your kind of general state is and i think that this is a fun way to to do that and then to be aware where it's again not because you have like a fight and have to have something specific come up Mm -hmm. but you get to just say like hey just so you know this is like how i think about things this is how i process this is how i i generally view myself and i think Mm -hmm. that's really cool yeah and that's always tie you to me lisa as the two tauruses but i think too that argument right of like oh so you're both this or like every taurus is this and it's like no, even though, of course, we have like a lot of crossover and are are probably more similar than different. I think the three of yeah, us are, sure. but it's still like 
you know, well, where it's well, mixed and matched. I'll screen share. We can really. You and yeah. I have a lot in common too, I think, just in our charts. And I find that a lot of the time, like, you'll be doing what I'm doing. Like, yes, you'll say, and I'll be like, oh my God, I'm doing that too. Or like, so it does feel like, even though obviously, like, we look different and we have like different lives and everything, but like, mm-hmm. we are kind of on similar paths. So that I think that for me always makes it come back yeah. to that. And our mm-hmm. rising sextile, um, you know, like we're not too, we don't have like crazy different rising setups. Yeah. So I think, even though we do have different energies, it that does happen a lot. It's like, I'm at the movies, I'm at the movies. Like, yeah, like yeah. these similar, yeah, we're tapped into some higher power. Mm-hmm. But um, wait, what? Remember like for first or second or third episodes, what sign did you think your moon because you Aquarius. had the wrong, you thought you were an Aquarius moon at first. It was okay. eighty seven, yeah. I think, was the you had the wrong. Year. I had the, the yeah. wrong year. Yeah, okay. yeah. Which I mean, doesn't doesn't not fit. I mean, it does. I feel like it doesn't fit in terms of the moon, but also having because you have this Aquarius Mars exactly conjunct your midheaven. I do feel like you know you would resonate with Aquarian. Uh, traits and having it in mars having it so prominent uh fits where we where you would read that and go like oh yeah i i identify with a lot of that kind of stuff because i think that mars while it's not the same as the moon it is still a very visceral and uh maybe this isn't the right word but like emotional planet it is emotional Mm -hmm. it is that like you know, you want to, it, it's that drive and passion and, and all of that sort of thing. So I could absolutely see where you would go. Oh, that's like, it. Oh yeah. That's yeah. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. And in this tease that Mars, I mean, I mean just to get into yeah, that we're already, because... we're already, we're starting at the, well, how can you not, not start at the start top at the of top. this MC? That's very, you know, that does catch your eye. I think, especially it, with that T-square you're referencing. And I think in that, yeah, in that T-square with Jupiter in Taurus and Pluto in Scorpio, and it's all, almost exact definitely an exact square with almost to the minute with jupiter and then pretty tight with pluto um what does that feel like um i feel like i'm in flux a lot actually i feel like i'm not always and maybe it is like more of the lunar influence and being cancer but i do feel like some of the time i'm really like on and I'm in flow and it, I feel like I can balance the three and sometimes when I'm not it can be really tough um and I think mostly because the Mars is at the top for me I feel like if I don't get into my body at some point during the day I end up very emotional I end up like I'm not able to process correctly and I'll get like upset or angry quickly I mean like not Mm -hmm. I say like road rage as an example where it's like I'm not I can like get there really fast if I'm not in a good state in my body I guess sure Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't mean like sick either because like I think when I'm sick I don't think I don't have that I don't get emotional I mean I can get emotional but I'm not like move or whatever I just Mm -hmm. feel like resting but yeah I guess if I just I don't know I guess I have like a lot of energy in my body Mm. I mean, that fits having that Mars so prominent. I think that these that fits saying of the like physical processing of those and having that be where that all kind of coalesces, because I think of all three of those as kind of 
slower processors because they are all fixed and they all are coming. I mean, it's all, these are real power players to having real specific points of view. So if it's like you want to get lost in the sauce in any of these, you really can without having that kind of physical outlet to kind of pull you out of it. Mm -hmm. I can totally see how that is the kind of like thing that removes you that goes like, oh, okay, how do I, how do I keep these in check? I think I process really quick. And so like, I do need to slow down a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and I don't always let myself unless I'm like a little tired from a workout or I took a super hot shower or something like that. Um, And I think, yeah, I think it, it can be tough, but I, I like that. I kind of, I guess like know how to mitigate it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, especially on the Jupiter end, because you have this sun Mercury conjunction with Jupiter there, I think fast processing or like one on this Taurus side for sure is like, Oh, you have all, all of the tools to make your, make your stand on this side for sure. You know, I think Mm -hmm. it's blunt too, like those, I think I process quick, but I'm not, I know I get lengthy on this podcast, but I'm not generally like long winded. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's something that a note that I wrote down because I always forget that you have that sun Mercury conjunction again, really almost to the minute exact within a degree of each other and within the like one, you know, even the the minutes are within a a minute of each other. So it feels like they are they're very close. Mm -hmm. Um, I I want to celebrate your acuity with um like giving instructions and having really concise communication when especially if it's coming down to like how are we you know sending these emails of like what we what we need what are the deliverables all of these kinds of things I think you're so good at breaking down information in a concise way that's like so um I'm like blown away truly every time you do it as the most long-winded person on earth (laughs) (laughs) I'm like dang how yeah like how do we how do we shorten this and I'm like oh it's that whatever it Mm -hmm. is Well, I think I always admire like y'all's humor and ability to like take me to the next place too, because I think sometimes I am like, yeah, we got it. It's right here. And then it's like, no, but Mm -hmm. there's more. And I don't always let myself explore the more. And Mm -hmm. I think parts of my chart really want that. So, Mm -hmm. but that is, I mean, and you just said it too. And I think the humor comes also from having such a true ground like perspective this to me sun sun conjunct jupiter and mercury is is perspective and if we're talking about stand-up or if we're talking about instructions whatever it is it's about communicating ideas really clearly from where you are and i think that you have that so so strongly in your chart i think too it uh i think with jupiter too it like since it amp right it amplifies and then Mercury, I think, can take on the benefic or malefic, depending on what's by it. And so since you have this like sun Jupiter sandwich with Mercury, I think you're I think you're a classic Taurus Mercury. Like when I hear like even just your voice, your vocal quality is very Taurus Mercury. And even though Jupiter does give this idea of a lot, Taurus is not a give you a lot sign, you know, as a Taurus, mm-hmm. like only unless you deserve it (laughs) like unless I've declared like you deserve this thing so I think that also like 
is lovely in that mix, especially since I met the two of you together. I'm like, yes, Julia, be more long, longer winded <laughs> and Lisa more short winded. Is that, would that be the term? Yeah. But it's because it's, because it's like concise. It's just like, you know, it's that, I think even in your standup, it's like that look of, is sardonic the word? Like just like that, mm-hmm. no, you don't know, like, or like a flat, like, but it hits, I don't know. Well, I'm curious too, just to come back to your Aquamars, and you don't have to like reveal like passage. I'm curious what a stroller, if, if you had readings or have, what have people said in terms of career stuff for you? Cause I'm curious, like, you know, you see this and it's like, I'm guessing leader things or like, you know, um, inventive or taking things. I'm curious if any themes have come up and if they hit for you or don't hit for you or like what's maybe percolated from like the Aquamars with career based stuff. Well, the most recent reading I had was with Robert Hand and I, I was really blown away and it's he's very esoteric and philosophical and so it's a lot of information mm-hmm. to take in. I do recommend getting a reading from him, but I also recommend maybe having some astrology knowledge. Also, mm-hmm. he may have catered that toward me because I told him I have astrology right. knowledge. I don't know for sure, but um he definitely was talking about because I was asking him about stand up and bartending and a bunch of other things. And he was telling me to really focus more towards comedy mm-hmm. um, because he was seeing it as working with groups of people. Mm-hmm. And so that being the Aquarius Mars part of it of like um, the one on one thing is probably not my where I feel the most mm. useful mm-hmm. and I definitely resonate with that like because one of the reasons that bartending is hard is because people come to you with their problems and one of the reasons mm. that taking on astrology clients is hard is because people come to you one on one and it's very difficult for me to like take myself out of that equation versus being mm. in a group setting people obviously so many people are afraid of public speaking but to me I actually feel a little bit more Mm-hmm. able to share my stuff so mm-hmm. I think that really resonated for me also like when we were talking about this stuff I was in a very bad place with my job so yeah. like I was mm-hmm. like oh yeah you're right I should just be doing comedy <laughs> yeah but of course like I can manage to do the other things as well it's just it takes me being in a specific kind of place I think mm-hmm. yeah that's so well, interesting I thank you for sharing his that insight because I think that's a great reminder of the Leo Aquarius access too of just like yeah like that maybe one-on-one therapy type feeling it might be just like to I don't know might mm-hmm. not be where you're like you might have more strengths with reaching more a larger audience or like more people are doing something that is more collective mm-hmm. I mean I think podcasting falls under that yeah, category as well well I think to, I mean, just from Not that you can't, but yeah. where, you know, where it might yeah. feel more home. But from an outside perspective, I think that you are so good in so many kind of group situations like that, like being being the host of something, thinking about this in like kind of like definitely a service a service industry type of thing where it's not necessarily, again, where you're talking to someone one-on-one, but you're going like, what's the flow? Do we have enough stuff for everyone? What's your role in this? But I also think that you are very good at like seeing yourself as part of a group, if that makes sense. And recognizing when there are groups of people thinking about like wanting to start, um, you know, women in service, women in comedy, any of those things and going like, oh, I can see where we are a larger group. Whereas I think 
some people, I, you know, I'm thinking of myself where it's like, oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I belong in this group or in this group or whatever. What's my, what's my role in here? And I think that um, having that Mars there, like you see the groups too. Well, it's, that- I think the Leo I see for sure is what that is because I came from my family origin is like an extremely tight knit family. They're not super welcoming to people. It's very like gatekeepy stuff is like very easy for me to fall into or whatever, but always being a part of it. And then always also, I was the first girl. And so I was like special Mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone was doting on me a lot when I was a kid and stuff and definitely feeling that I was loved and valued and all of those kind of things. And I think I moving into like school and things like you expect to be treated that way (laughs) you find out very quickly you know that actually takes being smart and being you know like to be valued and being able to talk to people and whatever you have to like kind of find Mm -hmm. that out quickly that it's not just inherent and so but I do think coming from that place of like you know having like the lion's pride or whatever as a family, I think that really did influence those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you can't find yourself valuable in a group if you don't inherently feel self-worth in some way or that you have something to contribute that you are like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that totally, that totally makes sense of that coming from the Leo IC and having that Mars up there of also wanting to make sure other people are feeling welcome and, and those things. I've definitely seen you talk to people and make sure that they feel welcome and that make sure that they, know know where things are know what the party is and see everybody again as like this is the party not the person I'm having a good one-on-one with necessarily sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to be like tell yourself like hey you're here like you were invited or whatever so you're here so you're a part of it so be a part of it and Mm -hmm. just do it and also I mean I've definitely heard from younger comics like I was so afraid of you when when I first started like I never I didn't know you were nice like all of those <laughs> kind of things which I mm-hmm. think is definitely that axis too of like uh, there's a little warmth underneath the cool Aquarius vibe or whatever and and definitely mm-hmm. on stage I definitely play into a more yeah you know sarcastic cool guy kind of persona <laughs> and that's not always who I am off stage but it is kind of how I think you know, well, so. Lisa's always the Fonz in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> just but I like the Leo I see stuff that you mentioned with like being this first girl and like the you know adoration because like I don't know if I've ever said this on the pod, but I think Tauruses, especially since that's like sun ruled fourth house, Tauruses are big princess and en- like Tauruses can like grit down and do it, but also there is this like where Leo is the queen. I do think of Taurus as like the princess royal totally Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. no i i love that well like coming i mean taurus is you know with the rising too on top of it what Mm -hmm. tell us you know we've talked a bit about the 12th house with in this pod and like your experience of being quite a 12th you know you got the you got a fat stack in both the 12th and 8th which i think are houses that people generally are like what the fuck I'm curious just yeah like and they're trining you know it's all the earth stuff like really in agreement with the eighth and twelfth um insider info uh yeah. s- smash or pass or, <laughs> or both <laughs> oh I I say smash I think 
one of the things. Of course about... you would, eighth house. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things about both of those houses is that I def- there are definitely parts of my life that I really like to be hidden. And there are there are times when I don't feel like saying follow me on this or do that mm-hmm. and I, I I think you've probably heard me do it like don't follow me anywhere or whatever mm-hmm. where and I try to I I know that the career path I've chosen is not conducive to being that and so I try to be a good sport about it most of the time even when sometimes it makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. if I'm say I'm opening for a comic this happened and uh he on stage like asked me if I could shoot a quick video of one of his bits so I had I got my phone and like came up or whatever and while I was doing it he was like oh make sure you follow my opener blah 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 and I was like you know we don't have to I'm just doing a video like this is Mm -hmm. your time that kind of thing I get Mm -hmm. a little uncomfortable and I think a lot of the time I definitely like big glasses I think is another one where I'm like I just kind of feel like blending into the thing it doesn't blend in I don't know why I feel like it does you know Mm -hmm. but it's like Mm -hmm. I feel a little bit more hidden um and and I, yeah, I definitely like some of those quieter behind the scenes places for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, I, I think, and this is not, it's not a bad thing. It's always an thing I note about you is like, you'll be like, I just got back from this vacation or dive. I'm like, you did? Like, where did you go? Like, I didn't know you went anywhere. And I, I mean, we talk, like, I'm not like, yeah, you know, we're in each other's lives, but I think you also are like, yeah, I mean, Scott just dipped away to this or we did this. And you like, yeah, you have this, like, I don't know, this slinky thing that not, I don't do that. You know, like, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm the opposite of that. So I'm always like, oh, that's cool. Like, I like I this feel little like, keeping it, I've, you know? I feel like with Jupiter there too, I do feel like I have good luck and secrecy. Like mm. I, if I start telling people about something that's going to happen, it never happens. If I start like, ah, you know, and, so, and yeah. I do feel like there is a part of me that is very security minded and like focused mm-hmm. on safety, very Taurus stellium yeah. stuff. And so I think a lot of the privacy thing to me is like, oh, I don't want to be unsafe. I don't, you watch those mm-hmm. TikToks where someone's like, I found out from your Instagram exactly we robbed where Hillary your location Duff's house. is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like that kind of stuff to me. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be, I should yeah. be waiting till later to tell people where I am, especially because I am visible in a lot. You can see where you can see mm-hmm. me this month or like, you She's know what not I mean? Wiki you find well, me, you know, you like, to, yeah. you're out there. <laughs> well, and it's, I mean, that Jupiter is still opposite Pluto, which I think is like really, can be really powerful and mm-hmm. and alchemy- alchemizing but it also still is that like ha- growth versus kind of safety or that all both of those things and I think Jupiter and Taurus is already kind of safety how are we growing our kind of like physical tangible usable resources while it's in the 12th you know that's I think maybe harder to define that gives it a more spiritual kind of area of it's like being being your own I know obviously you are uh, into meditation and yoga and spiritual practices and all kinds, all growing your spiritual knowledge and lexicon and, and av- availability. So it's not, I think, as like just about money or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, but I do still think it's at odds with that Pluto in the sixth house that is about self-protection and protecting your, like your physical body, but also your kind of day-to-day, your work, your, the things that sustain you in this way and having it be, um, you know, while being out front in those groups is a way for you to kind of also like mitigate, mitigate that power struggle. It also is still at odds with the feeling of being safe. 
A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Thank you for listening to our free episodes of What's Your Sign. Since you're into us, we'd love if you'd support us. Help support What's Your Sign by going to patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. For about the same price of buying us a cup of coffee that we split three ways, your financial support helps us create this podcast and supporting us on Patreon will get you bonus episodes, access to our Discord, and other great perks. Plus, you will truly have a sense of pride knowing that you have directly contributed to making this podcast possible. If What's Your Sign has improved your life, it's taught you something, it's added value, then please consider joining us on Patreon. Even though this is a ton of fun to do, it doesn't mean it's not work. And your contribution really helps make that work possible. We love making this show and we want to keep doing it as much and as often as possible. And we can't do that without your help. Help keep us indie and help keep us putting out the episodes you look forward to every Monday. If now is not the right time to join, no sweat. There's other ways to support us. Follow us on social media at What's Your Sign Podcast on Instagram. Make sure to turn our post notifications on. Check us out on Twitter at What's Y-R Sign underscore pod. And yeah, we're on TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. The link to join our Patreon and all the links to our social media accounts are in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support. We'll see you over on our Patreon. Mm. Well, one of the interesting things from Robert Hans reading, and also like that was just FYI for everyone that was done in the whole sign. So it is a little bit different, but mm-hmm. I think as we've said before, we can still come to similar conclusions. And so I think this was like more of a first house stellium thing, but mm-hmm. I, I translate it to sun 12. Um, 
is spiritual practice being solitary and not mm-hmm. being groups mm-hmm. where my yeah. work stuff is my spiritual pra- like we were talking mm-hmm. about yoga and he's like i think yoga is good because it's not indoctrinating yes everyone is doing the same flow but you're doing it individually you're modifying yeah. for yourself yes you're being instructed you're in a group but it's not a group practice we're not yeah. like praying to a thing or doing like i guess maybe in certain spaces you are but not what i'm doing is not that and so it having being your own journey and your own practice rather than a church setting or something that doesn't really work for mm-hmm. me that mm-hmm. i've tried even ha- having that be something that you are actually you're trying to access something outside of yourself versus going inside of yourself and being in touch with your own breath your own your own thing not right like you, yeah you guys don't have to be in unison breathing you're both you're all being asked to go follow your breath you know um yeah. mm-hmm. well i just and just in the this yeah. topic of like sh- secrecy or things what's shared what's not you know the pluto opposition for sure but like i mean trying to neptune too with it is very <laughs> like you don't see me and same with like squaring this very public mars where it's maybe a square I think also makes indicates like a choice of like when to and when not to or like what to share what not to share you know like Mm -hmm. that kind of that balance it it also just makes me think of like an image I have of Lisa just kind of like coming up from behind someone and saying something really funny and then kind of dipping away I do I like to I like to I like to yeah Perfect. I don't like to scare. I don't come up. No, to the you room, don't scare. But it's like I want to just Surprise. drop a little thing and mm-hmm. walk yeah. away. And she's like, "All right, bye." <laughs> Back Homer into the bushes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Homer's very Taurus. I, I, I have the very Neptune Taurus. opposition to the Moon as well, and so I think there is some fight there against that trine mm. because I feel like a lot of the time that is like unhealthy behaviors, addictive tendencies, like mm-hmm. more of the the stuff that I'm always like trying to get away from but it is again it's an opposition so it's kind of happening both things at once um and Mm -hmm. accessing my feelings isn't always super simple like I said I'm quick to like rage road rage but it's when I'm like looking for something I'm not always finding it Mm -hmm. I was reading about the eighth house last night in Stephen Forrest's inner sky and he talked about it being a place of like instinct and these kind of like you know obviously we talk about the eighth house being you know sex death taxes but also these things that kind of elicit in us those kinds of responses those really primal things that aren't necessarily like socially acceptable but are absolutely part of the human experience and being in touch with those things um gives us a you know richer experience it gives us more complicated experience and we have to kind of know that about ourselves that we have these feelings and that these are these are parts of the human experience that a lot of people would like to say don't don't exist but i think living with the constant knowledge of like my i am holding in the balance both like rage and nurturing or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know if those are necessarily the ones that are in the opposition but like yeah how do you how do you, I mean, it, this is where you have that cap trap. So yeah. I feel like it's maybe not, but also Saturn, Saturn opposite the moon. That feels very, and Uranus as well. Um, 
Yeah, what is that? No, nobody wants Uranus at zero degrees. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants that. Why? Um, no, I do. Yeah, I think I can change really quickly. Um, I don't, I, I definitely, again, more towards the 12th and it being eighth house stuff. I think I mask my feelings a lot. Maybe it's more evident than I think it is. I don't, you know, it's hard to see yourself mm-hmm. from the outside, but I do, I, there are times that I definitely like shove stuff down. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know. Wait, what was the question? Maybe that's my, well, that's, answer. I was going to be like, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about like, I guess like your instincts or those kinds of like does that feel like that's something that's available to you does it feel like it's something that is that has to be kind of kept at bay Mm. and how do you feel and then maybe a follow-up like subsidized things would be like how do you feel maybe about other people's those things yeah I definitely feel like I have pretty good instincts I there's like you know people when you're like I don't like them and then like three years later they get canceled I feel like that kind of thing happens to me frequently mm-hmm. um not always sometimes you get caught I'm not you know sure. I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm not a you know dream maker in that way but um I think that when I follow them they're good if that makes mm-hmm. sense. yeah it's sometimes mm-hmm. hard to do and I think that's the opposition thing where I'm like because mm-hmm. I I do have anxiety and I do have other things that where I'm like I've had to power through things before and it's worked out in my favor it's benefited me to Mm. you know put something aside and do something else and so sometimes I don't follow my instincts and I end up in dangerous situation or whatever and you're like oh I should have listened to that voice in my head and I think as I've gotten older I've gotten better about being like hey you have that voice today like don't do that or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah I like it's interesting bringing up the durational part with Saturn like Mm -hmm. maybe these instincts these like feelings might not show themselves until later or or different time like those Saturn aspects sometimes can indicate like I I heard someone recently say like Pisces get better with age you know like it's just like Mm -hmm. that these signs that tend towards more needing more time and I think having that cancer Capricorn especially with the moon might be like I'll just yeah, like take- hold on to this for later or maybe even like keeping like those like insights or notes for for these things that might this is just like an off yeah you know an aside comment like that might be interesting to even track for yourself of like these feelings or predictions that might just take some time to show themselves all that stuff is retrograde too and so I do mm-hmm. think that is more getting older and later figuring it out later and those kind of things where it's like it's not fast it's not yeah. like mm-hmm. happening firing on all cylinders yeah or that it's like for for you not necessarily to like not not say that you aren't also meant to potentially be a whistleblower or take someone down or whatever too but it is that like you know I'm thinking of uh the classic thing that happens every season on the bachelor or bachelorette is that like there's the problem person in the house and then the one person goes like I'm gonna tell the I'm gonna tell them about this person and they're gonna see me as the the hero and it's like no then they end up sending both of you Mm -hmm. home because they go why did you waste your date talking about this person and that every time this kind of thing do you feel like you're able to use um like what does it feel like when those things are working with your moon not against your moon or do you have a sense of that ever or like do you have a way that you feel like you're able to tap into that I do I think a lot of it for me positive thinking is like the main thing that helps me get in a good rhythm 
And it's hard for me because I think, well, I think it's hard for everyone. We all have like a lot of negative self-talk and stuff. Um, But I think especially if I can get up in the morning and like be nice to myself a little bit and those kind of things, it tends to make things flow smoother Mm -hmm. Um, and like not beating myself up and doing those things that help build confidence and all of that. Like I find that it helps. Um, Obviously, dozens of strategies for this i mean everything from ritual i've tried everything you know like everything Mm -hmm. from ritual all the way to like um writing myself notes or like just just like anything you can think like from magic to therapy to like all that Mm -hmm. thing it's like if you can just get in a place where you're constantly saying oh i'm full of luck i'm full of wonder i'm magic today no one can touch me like those kind lucky of girls yeah yeah <laughs> like it works you know for me at least mm-hmm. um i feel like if i can get my emotions in tune with what's actualized and what's happening it like it it flows nicely well mm-hmm. that i have to go to your yeah chart ruler i mean that's just especially since it is getting this nodal square off too which we could I think a lot of that community working with others things, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I wanted to touch on this Pisces North Node in the 11th and I knew we'd, I knew we'd come back because the circle is ever flowing. But yeah, I think like those things of anxiety, and, you know, jury's out, people have different feelings of like, what's in the chart and what is just us, right? Like, can we find mental illness in the chart? I mean, I think we can, or like get hints of things that might be struggles or pain point. But Gemini definitely gets that thinking, worrying, like, nervous system sort of stuff um you know on the like not negative I guess it's negative, whatever on the low end but also of course this experimenting and trying and just you know get shooting a shot which I think goes with your air I know they're not maybe trying by degree but you know we're we are getting a lot of there's a lot of air present here that's supporting I think we've we've definitely talked in the pod like you're only like lacking fire like not having really any fire placements but of course we have fiery houses what have you yeah like what's up what's with the gemini-ness in you it's because it's it's such a loud voice too in in the chart yeah i mean i've really come around from especially if you've been listening from the beginning like from gemini energy and i think a lot of the things i don't like about gemini are things i see in myself it's not Mm. that complicated you know but um i paging dr (laughs) (laughs) calls coming from inside the (laughs) therapist's office is this Um, about me (laughs) but yeah i think that i really do value having fun and being light and um it is like i said easy for me to get into the darkness and stuff and like get into the shadow and stuff but I do feel like even though it's under the horizon line, that placement is a little more visible and social and stuff. And I do credit it for a lot of the times when I, you know, I was telling you guys yesterday, I like put my foot in my mouth at a work thing and I'm like, it's like Gemini Venus. People still kind of like me or whatever, or they hate me <laughs> and it's kind of fine, you know, like it's mm-hmm. one of or those Or you just things. move through it. People yeah. like yeah. The, the brilliance of Gemini is like, what was, when was that? I don't even know. Oh, like, I didn't say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then like, um, and I think it with the nodes, like I, I definitely think have worked out, um, not very hard to get towards like a messier North node, but like growing up, I, I definitely had, um, like this story that I've been told is like that 
my mom couldn't find where my clothes were going or whatever as a very young kid and like found out I was putting them away you know like (laughs) after wearing them and stuff like where it was dirty like I didn't get how things Mm. worked or whatever but it was like I was putting them in hampers or back on shelves or back in drawers and stuff where it's like I think I have that innate thing to have things organized or away mm. which I think is very like Virgo South Nodi. and uh, now I mean I would not turn my camera around <laughs> like you know what I mean <laughs> so I think it's like working towards that obviously there are more helpful life strategies towards Pisces North Node that I think will come to me later in life more of the spiritual actualization and stuff but um mm-hmm. I think like in a physical sense I've gotten very comfortable being a little messier being a little outer and I do think that even though it's square I do think that Gemini Venus helps that mm-hmm. absolutely well I think that Gemini Venus again is also you know humor for sure that kind of being having 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 the funny thing to kind of popping in with the funny thing and popping out to the next thing and being just kind of like the the little fairy that goes to each little group and and drops the thing and also is able to go like like you were saying, the kind of put your foot in your mouth, but also is like, that's the the weird thing that then starts the conversation. Like, you don't have to be a part of the conversation to to shift and move conversations, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that also fits with that Pisces North node of um, like, I hate using this phrase because I feel like it's so vague, but like putting yourself out there in that way is going like, OK, well, I'm still moving things forward even if I don't always say the right thing I am taking a step to make something happen um if that makes sense my question about this north go like go ahead I think I have a really tough time and this I think also is a Taurus thing but also Virgo south node but letting go of control is very difficult for me um letting someone else handle it is like "Mm, we don't want to do that and giving myself too much is definitely easy for me Mm -hmm. um again working towards not doing that but Mm -hmm. uh I definitely have issues surrounding control and I I wouldn't say that I'm a manipulative person but I do think I have like I could very easily fall into those tendencies and I think I work very hard against it again Mm -hmm. eight house stellium too so well Mm -hmm. and Chiron is also square both of these things too and I think that that can be uh a a control a control protective place let's say or that where it goes like I want to make I want to be the driving this so I can make sure I'm avoiding my pain points or my my things that make me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um yeah like again boat's gonna crash at least yeah I was I want to know where it crashed yeah (laughs) yeah I want to be stranded on the island not you know out at sea whatever but Mm -hmm. um how How do you feel my North Node Pisces question is, and I guess it's maybe hard to separate these from from (laughs) what's happening in the earth, but I think I'm asking more in a in a spiritual sense, in a bigger philosophical way. Like, how do you generally feel about the future? How do you like? Yeah. How do you feel about the future as a concept, I guess? Yeah, I think, well. I have the Aquarius Mars, right? So I think I am future-minded. I think that contributes to some anxious thinking and all of that kind of stuff. Um, However, I do, and I never really say this, especially on this podcast, because I want people to keep up their activism and I want people to keep fighting for climate change and for equality and against capitalism. 
Um, but I kind of think everything's fine. Not like <laughs> everything's fine, but I just feel like there have always been problems. People have always figured out a way and mm-hmm. we're like, it's, I'm not a doom and gloom. I'm not end of the world. Um, those thinking, those kind of thoughts come to me more internally where I'm like, mm. this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of think like life goes on the world. Like it's a cycle. Things change, things come back, things go and cool. And like it, there is beauty in all of the parts, even the difficult parts. It, you know, yes, we are destroying the planet. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying that everything's just going to be okay, be okay. But it is, I do think I have more hope that like our parents probably felt like it was the end too. And their parents probably felt like it was the end too. And their parents probably felt like it was the end too. And like we adjust and we create more, hopefully. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is, and sorry, this is in your chart time, Lisa, but you're our last chart. And I think that that question is really interesting Julia it's like are any of us like past people I feel like we're all very future futurist or future minded or maybe even dare I say present oh but possibly but like I'm just was thinking that I'm like because I think cancer gets like such a rap for the nostalgia and like the past sort of things but not that we can't have times of reflection especially we're recording this during Mercury retrograde etc but I don't know I'm just putting that out to the table like does anyone feel very like past oriented well i think i think yes and no but also i i don't think anyone who kind of like maybe not nobody but i think that being as into astrology as we all are right is is inherently hope for a better future even if it means looking to the past to figure things out it it still is with this idea that like there is there is free will there's a reason to improve oneself there's a reason to expand our knowledge about these things because we can have a better future if we didn't believe Mm -hmm. that I don't think we would Mm -hmm. care about looking to these things or even care about the past or the patterns of the past that can inform how we can like double down on like right we're we're getting clues here like this is the message that we should be going with especially Pluto changing signs yeah what did these people miss or what would these people wish they have known so they could have avoided these things. And I think, you know, of course, can we avoid mistakes? Can we avoid those same pitfalls? Probably not. That's probably human humanity's destiny mm-hmm. for all of time. Um, but at the same time, is it worth pursuing? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, I I have, I think I do, I don't know how to say, I guess the Cancer Moon part, I think I do get, very strong feelings when it's a past thing so like Mm -hmm. seeing all my family together that's something that I would definitely feel like because we used to do it a lot when I was a kid you know but and it definitely feels like I can feel it in my heart in my body and so there are certain things that like hit in that way but it's not like reruns of Doug that get me or whatever you know what I mean where I think that gets put on Mm. sometimes cancer energy where it's like oh the the tv you watched as a kid or whatever i think for me it's very much like cultural connection it makes me feel open-hearted and moony Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't that's where i feel like i the past orientation lies for me Mm -hmm. the most loyal to like 
the stuff they listen to in high school or like and i think everyone can have these tendencies but scorpios i swear to god like they are still watching same movie over and fucking over same music i know too mm-hmm. many scorpios that and i mean when you like what you like you like what you like but i think that that's um with this moon too here in the second house it's like sort of this space of caring for yourself also with this trying to pluto it's it's it makes sense like that access is easy when you have to right like in this mm-hmm. six house sort of duty sort of way not that it's always on the mind or always really present but when when the time calls for it or when it feels like it's the time to explore that i think that also makes sense what you said about having you know the right mindset how that really can transform everything else seeing how that moon trine pluto in the sixth is like yes if you do focus on those things you can like absolutely revolutionize your day-to-day potentially yeah Mm -hmm. and i think i don't i don't get the feels from some of those other things because it's happening in such a different way like if i'm getting to like come on and put on like you know, Saved by the Bell on a streaming thing and watch entire seasons at a time. Like that wasn't possible when I was a kid. And so mm-hmm. it was randomized. You didn't always get episodes in order. Things would get messed up or you wouldn't be able to see it a week or whatever. And so it doesn't feel the same. And like, it doesn't do that for me. Whereas, and I think again, 12th house stuff is like, I, when I'm with my family, it's like, I'm transcended. I'm like a little kid again. I, you know, mm-hmm. you have those same, and sometimes it's bad. Sometimes you're like, my mom's treating me like a baby or whatever, but it's like, sometimes it really is like that, that thing where I'm like, I can feel it. I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Are there any parts of your chart? I wrote down like a favorite part, but is is there any <laughs> part of your chart that you'd like to like? I don't want to say defend, but Mm. or like to say like is a misunderstood part or a part that you really want to like shout out. (laughs) It doesn't have to be in a defensive. It doesn't have to be a defensive thing, but that's just like the yeah. What's coming to me is the opposite, and it I think that is a Mercury twelfth house problem. But um, I feel like Cancer Moon is kind of mid. Well, and nobody says it. Nobody says it. Nobody wants to say it. Um. And I get why it's not and all of those things, but I do feel like it's not as like cool as people think it is. <laughs> <laughs> or as like intense as people think it is. Yeah. 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 I think you can see that. Cancer Moon's like I know so many. And I I think there is such the stereotype of like feelings and like I don't know if we talked about this recently, but like feelings also can be fun and joy and romance and like being a shithead and all those things it's almost like yeah you're feeling things like cool that's like normal (laughs) like that's a that's and maybe that's what makes it mid is it's like isn't it obvious it's kind of normal yeah exactly yeah yeah it's kind of chill yeah oh you're repressed weird like you know (laughs) or like or you're (laughs) you're stifling and we all you know again to varying degrees but that's pretty it's well it's not really in conflict with anything i mean of course opposition yeah. but it's opposition yes but oppositions I'm, are so like they're just far what can you do there's no maybe, like harsh ass aspects because i do like the eighth house and so maybe mm-hmm. that's why i feel like it's mids because it's like opposite all of that stuff for me mm-hmm. but i do feel like i and i never say it on here again because I do love Scorpios, but I never say it on here because I'm always scared there's going to be more of them. Um, <laughs> when there's one, there's more than one. And yes. 
Um, but like I told you guys, I went to the beach with a Scorpio friend and it was like the best because we were just swimming the whole time. We didn't get all in mm. the sand, you know, mm-hmm. and I love swimming and I love that. And it's like, oh, I never knew this was the person I had to come to the beach with. This is the best, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I like being on the sand, too, but I really love the water. And so, like, I do I feel like Scorpio energy is so and I just Scorpios, I think, are going through it right now. Like a couple mm-hmm. of my Scorpio friends have messaged me with like family stuff and just I don't know. I just feel like I do like that. And I do. Again, I do try to hide it, but. I do enjoy that energy that's there. And I think the fact that they're able to talk about difficult topics and they're open about it and they'll tell you what it is for what it is. It's like the cool mom that gives you the sex talk or the death talk or the whatever, where it's like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you what it is. And I think that's much needed these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's Ma- the, you know, the feeling stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because... Um, I think this is my like last question, but maybe it's because we talked about it in aspect versus on its own, but like Pluto in the six, I feel like that's a place, of course, six house can be held and people are like, am I going to die? Like, I mean, that's like Pluto in any house. Like first house is like, am I going to die? <laughs> Seventh house is like, is everyone around me going to die? But enough of it is that, but I'm curious if that's what that's been like, or how that's maybe how Pluto's might've shown itself while in this sort of scorpionic topic. Yeah, I think for me, for sure, when I first saw Pluto in the sixth house, I was like, oh, I'm going to have health problems. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are obviously like the exercise and stuff making me feel good and right also helps with some of that and having stuff organized, meal prepping, those kind of things. But um, also in talking about like my family life and fourth house stuff, having such a close and large family I've experienced death a lot of mm. people I'm close to a lot. And I mean, including, you know, losing my father and other people that are close, close, close to me. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, having experience in the restaurant industry, and I grew up in that, my mom owned a restaurant as a kid, is knowing like when to give service and when to accept service, those things being in opposition with the 12th house stuff. Um kind of I guess it is a like a more somber placement to me but mm-hmm. I think it helps in knowing when to be tactful at someone's event whether it's you know a happy occasion or not it's having having the ability to step back when needed um mm. and and or like knowing that you should almost. not always doing it but yeah reading the room and knowing knowing when you should or when you shouldn't do something and kind of um yeah just having I mean sometimes someone will send a text that I'm like you're so insensitive and instead I write back like I hope you're like having a great day or whatever but it's like something where I feel like I'm able to remove myself from saying something kind of off or mean or whatever not always Mm -hmm. but yeah I do credit that placement with a lot of that stuff oh yeah cool I love it any uh last words <laughs> final thoughts no any final yeah i don't know i feel like if you have the eighth and the twelfth house stuff i think you should remember that those are above the horizon things even mm. though they are those hidden places they aren't the the underbelly necessarily and so i think it is like 
I, I totally get wanting to be private, being introverted, secrecy, all of that kind of thing. But like, we need other people. And so that's why those things are up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a cool. good, that is a good reminder. Yeah. You're so your chart and I love oh. it. Yes. Thank you for letting us look at your chart. Thank you for doing it. And everyone should book readings with you too, because uh, this was so enlightening and helpful for me. Uh, and maybe we'll, maybe it'll be some communal offering that we can work. Um, mm-hmm. A group, a group you. reading, so to speak. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. Retreat, anyone? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let us know. We'll see. We'll see. Cool well, chart. These are these are our charts. Thanks for listening. We'll have to do that. We'll Thanks do this for... again. I feel like yeah, we of course. Do this every year. You gotta you gotta <laughs> check in with your every own birthday. Chart. Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. Solar return chart. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so. You know, I know astrology is a lot about we come to it often about wanting to understand other people or what's happening kind of outside of us in our lives in these in these mm-hmm. other circumstances. But I think it's also a really good reminder looking at our own charts that it, it everything is also in our chart. Everything, anything you'd need to know, any kind of answer, whatever is is within within yours. And there's always something kind of new or different or a different perspective to to look at it. So, you know, take take a look get readings um you yeah. know familiarize yourself your your chart is the most important chart to be kind of like familiar with if that makes sense i think um yeah. and i think it's one of the kind of best most useful ways to know astrology and to use astrology is to know how things are happening in your own chart and and to to see how that's doing because we are the only ones that we really have um authority over and and our relationship with ourselves is the most important one to be uh, kind of nurturing and and familiar with so look let this be an invitation to everyone to to look at your own chart and to know it and come to love it as deeply yeah. as possible totally so I helpful hope. i hope and fun <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah exactly and ask your friend ask your friends to tell them about themselves or whatever through their chart too again as a thing I think last, especially last night at this event, when people are kind of coming to astrology, I think people have been told a lot what they are or what something mm-hmm. means instead of being asked what they are, or what are something means this? for yeah. them and letting that be the lens through which we, we learn that. And I think um, we've all been able to do that because we've learned astrology together. But I think that that's something that often scares people about astrology or, or, uh, makes them fearful about having other someone look at their chart or talking about their chart, sharing those things or, or having an understanding because it feels like it's these things that are separate, but knowing that like, you know, yourself and um, like, let, yeah, let's share, let's share what you feel about something. Cause that also helps us all learn astrology better too, to hear someone's lived experience of their placements. Totally. So and helpful. when you talk to people about astrology, you get to find your common placements and common ground at, you get to do it a little bit faster than asking, did you see this movie? Have you heard this new song? Have you done this? And I, oh, I haven't yet. I didn't. Da, da, da. It's like, oh, no. OK, so we both have this. So what's your feeling on blah, blah, blah? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's so much easier to get there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And also too, just while we're here, some placements might we might not know yet, too. Mm-hmm. Like there might be things that are still unfolding. Some might come more naturally. Some might feel like I'm still getting to know this spot. So I think. I mean, that's the thing about the future and time and also why astrology is so great for looking back at the past. It's like, it's all 
unfolding in the moment right now. Yeah, baby. Cool. Well, thanks for going on this journey with us. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and on on the socials <laughs> and subscribe to us here on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Yes, um, write a review, please. Yeah. Five stars in a review. Hey, if you see an angel number today after yes. while, yes. while listening to this, come and like DM, comment know. on one of our posts or some things so that we yeah. all know we're all in it. Yes, share share your angel numbers with us. I hope you see uh I hope you see them all um today. It'd be it'd be wild if they got the ones we didn't get, like a one <laughs> right away. The, yes. one, 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 the five so five cool. five. Yeah, and then nine, yes. nine, nine. one oh five and nine. That's yeah. the assignment. And us- no, that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Let us know. And um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. We love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast. On Twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.